Thank you for tuning in to the Financial Freedom Podcast. I am your host, Financial Life Coach, Selena G., bringing to you tools and resources that you need to help you create a budget, get out of debt, set up an emergency savings plan, help you reach your financial goals, and push you towards your destiny of financial freedom. I am so happy that you have decided to say no to debt and yes to financial freedom. Hello and welcome to the 800 Plus Financial Freedom Podcast. I am your host, Financial Life Coach, Selena G. I would like to thank you for joining along with me on today as we discuss how to obtain financial independence. It is so very important for us to have financial independence, especially in this day and time. After going through what we went through last year in 2020, it's very, very imperative that we um, live in financial independent life. Just about everybody wants to become financially independent. So why do so few people get there? One of the secrets to attaining financial independence is that it doesn't usually just happen. It starts with a detailed plan and a willingness to commit to that plan. And I'm going to go over today a few steps and tips on how to become financially independent. As we know, if you decide you want it more, then you are afraid of it then you know at one at some point it's going to be achieved. If you are new to financial planning process, it's important to remember you don't need to go from zero to 60 overnight. Just like a fitness trainer would be hesitant to recommend an all-out body straining routine on your first day in the gym. I wouldn't expect someone to start implementing advanced planning techniques in the first week. You want to pick a reasonable and attainable goal and get used to achieving small wins on your trip to financial independence. For example, if you are new to savings, you don't need to immediately put aside half of your paycheck into your savings account. You want to start small with maybe $10, $20, or even $30 per pay period. And then you can increase it as you get more comfortable with the process. Starting out slow will help you build the confidence needed for long-term success. In order to become financially independent, you have to have a serious heart-to-heart talk with yourself. You want to get a few things clear in your head, including a definition of exactly what financial independence means to you. Following someone else's definition won't get you there. A realistic picture of your current financial situation. A realistic idea as to what you'll have to give up to get where you want to go. A realistic assessment of the obstacles in your path. A series of goals that will help you to become financially independent. Number two, you do want to create a series of steps that will get you where you want to go. So you want to become financially independent isn't a single goal, but a series of goals. 
This is because your financial life has several facets in order to reach your overall goal of financial independence. You'll have to establish goals in the various areas that I'm about to give to you. You want to increase your income, control your spending habits, pay off your debts, determine your investment objectives. You want to define your long-term financial goals, implement a legacy plan for your family. And also, number three, you want to commit now that you will live beneath your means for the rest of your life. The reason is so important because learning to live beneath your means is one of the central causes of learning how to become financial independent. And if you have not mastered this technique in the past, Doing so will range anywhere from uncomfortable to downright painful. Our parents grew up on a different way of doing their finances. So it's very important in this day and time that we sit down to set financial goals, to do things different than how our parents took care of their finances. Number four. You want to block out any spectrums in your life. Um, basically, I know this sounds harsh, but it's also totally necessary to take away those things in your life, sacrifices you may need to make to reach financial independence would be either to reduce your contact with people who try to weigh you down with going out to eat all the time, going to concerts or entertainment, doing things that you know that's going to get you off track with your goals that you have currently set for yourself. So it's best to surround yourself around people who are in the same mindset of you, who are trying to go in the same way that you're going financially. So you won't feel tempted to go outside of your, your plan and your goals. Number five, you always keep your career or business moving forward. It's very important step to do, but you can give yourself a major asset in that effort by making sure you steadily increase your income in the future. If you can steadily increase your income while keeping your spending leveled, you will reach all of your financial goals much more quickly. You can keep your career moving forward by keeping your work skills sharp and increasing your value to your employer. You should put yourself in the running for promotions where possible and hold yourself open for better opportunities with other employers. If you are self-employed, it means steady working to keep your business moving up to the next level. Also, number six will is vowing to always save money no matter what your income is. is. You don't want to be one of those people who say, I'll start saving money when the problem with telling yourself that is when never comes. 
and the better position when is now. When is always. You should always be saving money no matter what happens. That's one of the very best strategies to make sure you are always moving forward. If you don't have enough room in your budget to save money now, then the answer is to increase your income, lower your expenses, or do both. We set up business and personal budgets for ourselves and include savings goals. Then to keep ourselves accountable, we review our budget monthly, which is a very great thing to do. It will also help you stay focused and consistent and it keep you on track to reaching your financial goals. Basically, number seven is you don't want to create uh, a stash and use up all of those funds in that stash. You definitely want to create a safety net for you because you just never know what may happen in the future. If you have been living paycheck to paycheck up to this point, your first savings goal should be to create a safety net. You can do that by creating an emergency fund, which I'm very big on. And an emergency fund should be held in a perfectly safe account, like a savings account, money market account, or a short-term certificate of deposit. It's not for investment because investments involves risk. And that's not the purpose of an emergency fund. Your first goal should be to accumulate a sufficient amount of cash in the account to cover 30 days worth of living expenses. Once that's achieved, your goal should be to add another 30 days worth of living expenses. The account should have between three months and six months of living expenses in your salaried employee and between six and 12 months in your self-employed job or paid entirely by commissions. This will help you not go into your main account when emergencies come up because they will come up. And it also will help you not having to ask someone for money when you will already have it put up into uh, an account. And number eight, you want to invest everything above that I have talked to you guys about. Once your emergency fund is adequately stocked, you can begin thinking about investing your money. And this is very important because investing is about using your money to earn more money. The larger your investment portfolio becomes, the closer you get to financial independence. Ideally, your efforts to save money should never slow down once you have built your emergency fund. Instead, increase your efforts to fund your investments accounts. Um, that should be easier to do once you have an emergency fund in place. And number nine, you want to invest no more what the market is doing. Basically, you want to do your research and see how things are going because it's obvious there have been better times to invest in others. But since no one knows what the future holds, you can't know when that would be in the future. You want to plan to invest no matter what the market is doing. 
If you're investing periodically, you'll be dollar cost averaging into the market, which will minimize the risk you're taking should the market decline. So number 10, you want to diversify your investments. Um, this gets back to not knowing what the markets would do in the future. The best way to protect yourself against unexpected surprises is to diversify your investments across several different asset classes. The big picture, you should have a certain amount of money invested in your stocks, fixed income investments, cash, natural resources, and real estate. That would keep you from taking a big hit in the event any of those sectors crashes, while at the same time taking advantage of strong markets wherever they may be. And I wanted to kind of change it up for you guys on today and come to you guys on the last Saturday of this month. Just wanted to tell you guys thank you so much for your support with listening to Financial Freedom uh, Podcast. I am so grateful uh, for you tuning in every week. Um, the whole goal for me coming out every week to speak to you is for you to get out of debt and stay out of debt, which is the main purpose and goal for the 800 plus financial uh, freedom podcast. Um, basically, is to help everyone walk in financial freedom and financial independence. Um, basically, with everything that happened in 2020, which was a huge wake up call for us all, it's very important to take your finances very serious, pay off your debt, save for your future self, as well as putting money aside for your investments and your retirement. I so grateful once again and thankful for you tuning in. And I hope you were able to take some amazing tips on today and can use it towards your life to becoming financial independent. Also, don't forget to go on Amazon um, to purchase my new book if you have not already done so, The Ultimate Guide and Tips Towards Financial Freedom. I also have two workbooks on Amazon as well that you can purchase, one for young adults and one for um, adults. My book is filled with all the tools and resources you will need to take you to the next level financially. And once again, I am so glad that you have tuned in to the 800 Plus Financial Freedom Podcast. Please share it with your family and friends and also leave a review for me. And always remember, 800 is not a number, it's financial freedom. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Financial Freedom Podcast. Go to my website, selenagibbons.com to find out more information. Now go and execute and apply the tools and tips towards your financial freedom. And remember to say no to debt and yes to financial freedom.